Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. everybody and welcome to Red Wings Rant where tirades and impassioned pleas for your Detroit Red Wings finally have a home. So close. <laughs> so close. I know. So close. Um, super bummed right now, but we are kind of looking at maybe a couple straight games where there's some silver linings despite uh, being two losses and you know, we, we ended our four-game uh, point winning streak, but maybe we have a two-game moral victory streak. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I, I think we do. I think that's very accurate. Um, In case this game didn't nauseate you enough, uh, moral victory. Ooh, really going to make some juices go in the old tum-tum. But, uh, yeah, there's some silver lining to pull out of this game. Um, it's not a complete nightmare, but, my God, what happened on that five-on-three? Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, I don't know where you want to get started on this one, but uh, what a roller coaster this uh, 60-minute hockey game was. Uh, 75 minutes plus hockey game was. Yeah, something like that. Um, well, I guess what we want to talk about is that Leafs game first because I think it wraps into at least what we saw in the third period. Um I don't think we're going to do I, – I'm super sleepy. Mike, I, I told you I'm – oh, boy. Uh, do a full episode right now at 10 o'clock. Um, I got thrown up on today. It just was not a good day. Um, but, oh, by, a, by a child or an adult? <laughs> by a child. Okay. Um, so we're going to – I, I want to preface the discussion with this Buffalo game with what I thought was – a pretty good effort against the Leafs and just we happen to get Huso's I you know you want to call it his worst game but I was talking with a Toronto fan like Tuesday morning and and he was even looking at it he you know it's 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 two two points of view there it's uh it's me of course coming up with the excuses uh 
for like how this game was supposed to be closer from a Toronto fans perspective. They were like, well, maybe one goal gets called back, but that's still, you know, when it was at its ugliest, I guess three to one, and then we make it three to two. But anyway, um, I guess I, I bring that up because it, it is just kind of like, okay, it's feelings, right? Like how many things could change if Huso did have that that good of a game? Did he really have that terrible of a game? Was it just one really stinky goal and a couple of goals we just wish we had back? Um, but even like regardless of all that, we were limiting the Toronto chances, and if you needed a game plan to beat Toronto, uh, I think we saw the evidence that at any moment they can just put one in the back of the net. So we did the job. We did the right thing, and I thought the quote from Milan was perfect because uh, he was he was asked, um, I think it was yesterday uh, after practice, um, what's going on with the five-on-five five play? And he just asked for more scoring. And that's where I wanted to lead into what this third period was, was because we finally got it. And we got it from Sonny. But, um, yeah, the five-on-five play has been limiting chances. And it just so happens that the goalies are – their goals saved above expected is is deep in the negative the last couple of games. And how goddamn hard is it to win a game when you're goaltending – is so deep in the negative for goals saved above expected. Doesn't mean we're sitting here telling you that Nadelkovic and Huso are uh, the only reasons for any struggle, but basically. Oh, I lost your audio for a second. Yeah. So at least, at least you can hear me, Matt. Oh, now you're muted. I can see the mute button. Oh, okay. no, on. there you are. Is, is it working? Yeah, now you're working. I see I see the flashing that my microphone is working. I I, I think I've got to uh I've got to get a new cord. That's it's been my problem with the camera too, uh for like the last year. Um well yeah, I mean you know, besides Yeah. You know, the five on five chances looked a lot a lot better than I think the, the end score of that Toronto game. Um I think you were right on the money that the the person who wasn't super upset about the Toronto game was Lalone, who basically said, yeah, those games are going to happen. Um, I, I thought we played really well, and I, I didn't think it was a garbage game for us at all. Um, you're just going to have games where the you know puck's not really on your side. Um, and uh, it, I think emotionally for me, knowing that, you know, there, there'd been uh, just mention of Red Wings, succeeding against the softer part of their schedule. And we were very excited to see how they would look against Toronto. Uh, very excited to see how they'd look in the uh, attempt at the revenge tour against Buffalo, who spanked us eight to three um, and to right. see us lose um, in a lopsided game against Toronto and then watch those two fir- first, uh, first two periods against Buffalo. And it was pretty demoralizing. Um, it made us uh, feel very average, average to below average. Um, I think it was, uh, uh, I always call him Koopa, Koopa on Twitter saying, uh, um, no, like just wanting to prove that you're not in the bottom third of the league. And those, you know, first two periods definitely looked like bottom third. And then Sunquist 
pulled us out of the depths of hell uh, to um, electrify the whole team um, and that, that crowd, Matt. I, uh, I was very proud of Little Caesars Arena, um, that audience reaction. That was, that was electricity. Um, I got to feel it when I was at the Coyotes game, and it was definitely evident at this game. Um, they they really wanted something to cheer for, and when they got it, um, it was it was not a sold out crowd. That's okay. I mean, it's it's Wednesday night here, uh, November thirtieth um, against Buffalo. I don't know what kind of crowd they expect, but um, I mean, they they definitely brought that energy in the third period, and uh, it's it's a shame they couldn't quite close it out with uh, man a Buffalo team. They uh, Man, I, watch them up close again. This this is going to be a team to be reckoned with. <laughs> I don't think this is one of those teams with like a fluky start. Um, yeah, you know, where they they got some cheap, you know, um, uh, this this, I, game. this game not 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 included. They're not they're not doing like cheap, uh, you know, overtime wins or anything like that. They they have skill, they have size, and they have a lot of creativity. They commented um, a few times the TNT broadcast about my God, I don't, I don't remember the last time I saw so many guys skating with their their back to the defender like that, like skate like moonwalking into the um, offensive zone. Um, so a lot of size, a lot of speed, a lot of creativity, a lot of youth. Um, I mean that that's that's going to be a pretty damn good team here for the next uh, you know foreseeable future. Well, yeah. Um, can, is my microphone working? I, I saw yeah, it, it, working. Got, it got muted again a couple of times while we were talking um, or while you were going at it. Um, I, I did want to point out, too, I, I heard that uh, Owen Power actually had a Datsuk Nicholas Lidstrom level expected goals for in the last week. So he, he turned in. Since Lidstrom and Datsuk uh, started this whole statistic of expected goals back in 07-08 season, that's when they, they were like, oh, we should keep track of this. Um, that's when we got our highest recorded, which was by uh, Mr. Datsuk. And Owen Power turned in, since the 07-08 season, the highest expected goals for is <laughs> crazy. Uh, so, yeah, there's, there's a lot of talent there, but... Uh, it, it is one of those things, too, where it's like they fell back and lost how many, like seven, eight in a row. And they're the they've defined themselves as um, the Buffalo Sabres. I, I kind of said it at the beginning of the season, even when they were doing well. I was like, well, the, eventually it'll come back. But, yeah, the, the talent's there. They're building something for sure. So to say that, um, you know, we're going to walk away with a point against this team, it is good I, I'm gonna. I think we got uh, we got a point here from from Neon Gaming said uh, the comeback doesn't even matter anymore. I, I I think the point feels better because there was a comeback, uh, but walking away with a point against Buffalo at home is a little disappointing. Uh, not not like getting anything out of that Toronto game because we last week all we were talking about was. We're, this is it. We're in it. Like we're we've got a huge game to watch coming up, and and then it you know then it was four to one ends up being four to two, um, and we're super bummed. So back to your your Krupa point. Um, I thought we had a hell of a third period to make the game exciting, um, but yeah, those first two periods were it was odd to me. 
Uh, we were talking a second ago about Lalonde's comments about getting some offense. We finally got some in the third period. Um, but I, I, I just, I didn't like that Huso didn't get up to play the Maple Leafs. And I didn't like that the first two periods of this game were so shit. Um, it's, it's tough because uh, one other thing Lalonde kind of touched on, and I think even he was a little surprised by it. I was listening to some of the pregame today, and he was talking about um, the question came up. They're like, hey, do you think against that Toronto game, um, did fatigue play a factor at all for Huso? And uh, he was kind of caught off guard. It was almost like he was realizing it as the question was being asked. Because uh, I believe that was Huso's like sixth game in a row starting. Yeah. And I mean, you're going to, you know, hopefully take the reins and be our number one goalie because he's, he's played so well. But, right. uh, you know, you do need a break once in a while. Um, but, yeah, for it to, you know, have been the, the sixth game in a row and putting him up against what was, you know, probably our most formidable foe in the last, you know, seven to ten days. Um, yeah, it, it definitely kind of kind of struck alone. Like, yeah, maybe I shouldn't give it him a day or so, but. Um, you know, we're just trying to ride the hot goalie and at least to get Adelkovich a little bit of work when uh, Huso kind of had to get pulled there. Um, so he's still trying to find some silver lining. But yeah, I don't, I don't, maybe the, the evidence was there that he did just need a, need a night off. And then, um, yeah. you know. I mean, it's, we'll see in the next game, right? Um, it's just all gonna, we're gonna learn all of this stuff as the season continues. Um, it's not anything. I think what we keep learning is to not make the large, you know, don't don't make a huge judgment based off of one game. And well, um, you know that that Maple Leafs game, the result was super disappointing. But we can take a step back and see that there were some silver linings. And then in this Buffalo game, um, you know, we kept asking for more offense. Lalonde was was uh, I'm sorry, Lalonde was asking for it um all week uh was, was that was like our talking point uh that we got from one of his one of his press conferences and we we'll go two periods super bummed third period you're kind of like okay well yeah this here we go like andrew cop gets it mixed in uh heronic just keeps rolling um and sunny how could you be we were just showing those highlights of the two sunny goals uh what within a minute and 50 seconds so thumb, yeah, thumbs, I mean, like thumbs this... up <laughs> the Buffalo game really kind of should open your eyes that uh, you're going to really have to figure out the depth, uh, like scoring depth, um, like yeah. Lone was calling out. Because Buffalo definitely seemed like they centered in on Larkin and said, no way this guy's getting any good scoring chances. And even the few times when it did look like he kind of broke away a little bit, it looked like he was kind of slipping, sliding. Um, you know, the puck was kind of bouncing off his stick a little bit, and he – he, he was getting a lot of abuse. So I think he, you know, as a human being, he did look a little rattled. Like he didn't look his usual smooth lark himself. Um, but I mean, that's when, you know, you need the Perrons and the sunk, sunk fists um, to kind of step up. And they did a lot, but just not quite enough. There is another thing maybe we should point out too. Um, we'll take a quick look at this. And this is our, uh, this is make sure we got that goal. muted too. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that, that would be the key here. My microphone keeps muting, muting itself, and then we do a live shot of uh, Bergeron scoring here. But that's what we're going to take a look at real quick here, because this is beautiful. Uh, just a good choice by Hironic to get it to Bergeron, and, and Bergeron's going to... He's going to do... I, I, this, this, is, this is JB. This is him. I, the, the way that he's leaning into this shot, 
and uh, you know, we talk about this before, but we usually talk about it uh, with our veterans. Uh, so now we're talking Rook, and Bergeron's got the space here to do what he wants. They get, they the Buffalo decided, all right, let uh, let JB skate in there. Um, the leaning in here is finding that perfect shot uh, and, and placement of this puck, which you absolutely love to see. And we, we get a goal. This is, this is good decisions. This is taking advantage of that opportunity. This is him recognizing, hey, I'm going to get the space here between the circles, so I'm going to just go right ahead, set up my shot, and fire it. And uh, as we play this in real time here, Sorona gets the puck to Berger, and Berger and fires it in. Uh, obviously, good traffic up front definitely helps, but that's, again, that's the decision for Bergeron to go ahead and fire it at the net. It's, uh, it's him taking advantage of what he's seeing in front of him and how it's, it's, it's a good option. So why did Bergeron finish the game with 10 minutes? <laughs> nice. We've seen, we've seen quite a few good performances from JB. Um, we've seen some absolute stinkers so far since... Uh, I'm going to call him TB since I've been saying JB, so he's more like tuberculosis right now. But Tyler Bertuzzi coming in with uh, that five extra minutes stolen from Bergeron. Um <laughs> I'm teasing a little bit here, but I, I'm just getting so uh, Bertuzzi is obviously not ready to go. Um, and it's not just, I don't know. Usually we're talking about uh, speed and catching up to that when, uh, when people are discussing like game shape, but Bertuzzi and the turnovers, uh, the decision-making the exact opposite of what I was just praising there with Bergeron. Um, what the hell is going on? Um, I saw maybe it's because the locks are gone, but, uh, we know, you know, I'm just kidding with that one. And, uh, you know, we are, we are talking about a guy who had limited uh, time on ice with his 15 minutes. So it's not like he's firing out the 20 minutes, uh, like you're going to see from Lucas Raymond, 25 minutes tonight from Dylan Larkin, but still Bergeron, we, we had an OT. We had an OT a couple of weeks, or less than a week ago, that I also asked to see more Bergeron. Another opportunity tonight, and I don't know. I'm seeing a guy that would take advantage of that space, and I I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know if they're just so concerned that his, like, susceptibility to, a like, a turnover, just being young and, you know, all that, all that space out there, but it just feels like this overtime... Uh, format is such a crapshoot because it's like whoever wins the faceoff is probably going to win the game. You know what I mean? Because it's so hard to like once you don't have control of the puck to start the the period. I, I mean, you're just playing. You're you're chasing. You know, for two three minutes, um, and it's just huge back passes and restarts and sending it back to the goalie who's um, right. now incorporating themselves into the play. So I. I can get the the hesitation maybe with you know the the youth and inexperience of of, of Beargren, yeah. But uh, man, I, if because there's so much open ice, I I guess I would <sighs> see what it looks like with his speed out there. You know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? It's, like, it's... and I mean, Bertuzzi, it's... it it he's not Bertuzzi right now. He he looks like a hockey player who's out there trying to show. You know, I could still play at 70%, but, I, I mean, we need this guy at 100. He, it's almost like I would ask him to kind of do a, you know, a little bit of an NBA and do a little, you know, injury management. Um, 
and take a day off because he he doesn't look like himself. Yeah, and Jer- Jared pointed out too, Bert, uh, not available for OT, missing parts uh, of the game and still that extra five minutes over Bergren. Yeah, but he got, I don't know if you saw, he got uh, that that um, that shot that hit off his wrist and he immediately went, you know, um, into the locker room. Yeah, I, I mean, that's that's rough too, especially for it to go there. Um, gosh, it's 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 one of those things too where if, if we have Lalone asking for that extra offense – and that becomes our talking point for the week. And I, I don't know. We we see a lot of positives from from Bergeron. So, just I want to know what we're missing. And uh, what we saw today too, Rasmussen got the uh, he was elevated to the second line. Uh, and then oddly enough, Andrew Kopp and and Sonny go off on the third line, uh, which I I don't know if that was a part of the plan, um, but part of that part of that plan worked i'm sorry guys we we a third of the show was pretty good the other two thirds it's just falling apart technically and alone's gonna have a long talk with us here um at the intermission but um i think the thesis um it, it seems like matt and i are um agreeing that i know it seems like this team should be you know a little bit further ahead but i think we could still take value out of losing four to two to toronto I swear we can. The five-on-five play was better, and I swear <laughs> against Buffalo. I know those first two periods were garbage, but just pretend you helicoptered in, and maybe you were working late. And you only saw the third period, and you saw the fight, the the effort to come back and make this competitive again. So, it's it's still growth. I know it's it's not four points. It's uh, one point out of a possible four. But it's it's not hopeless. Um, there is silver lining. And Matt, don't I know you're frustrated with your microphone. I know we're frustrated with uh, probably three or four periods out of the last six. But my God, they're still they're still positive, Matt. It's okay. Um, I'm I'm still inspired by this team. I was very happy with that third period. I've screamed at my TV. My significant other, who does not give a hoot about hockey, was also high fiving me. So this there's still something here. Don't give up. And uh, Matt, are you are you still muted over there? I said, just wrap it up. I, I oh, we can like, still we can hear you, Matt. You can get your last breath out there. I know you've been on bated breath. No, if I start talking, the stupid thing's gonna die again. I... <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, if we're if we're wrapping it up, uh, thanks for tuning in. Uh, we really appreciate it. I I know we're gonna be here next Wednesday for you. Um, you know, and hopefully not just talk about moral victories, have a few actual victories under the belt to talk about. And, uh, yeah, we'll go from there. You guys have, uh, have a beautiful week. Take care. any hockey fans listening yeah of course there are light the lamp this winter with DraftKings sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the nhl new customers can bet just five dollars pre-game money line on any nhl team to win their game and get 150 dollars in free bets if they do that wasn't enough you can turn small bets into bigger payouts with those same game parlays combine multiple bets like which team will win how many goals are going to be scored and more 
How about uh, Dylan Larkin? Is he going to be uh, throwing that first little rubber desk in the back of the net? I don't know. All this is going to get you a shot at an even bigger payout. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN. Bet $5 on any NHL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with promo code THPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details.